talk about some UFC. Actually, today is the outlier show. Like things that made the show that we don't never talk about. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how I want. It. That's how I want. We can always talk about the uh, the NFL. Mock draft number 917. Do we want to do like a mock draft? No. Hey, we should get together and do a mock draft. I said, who the hell want to do that? <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. I'm telling you, you what. We all have the three, so I'm good. Let, let's do it. Let's do it. Wait and see who I'm drafting. I'm drafting <laughs> people y'all ain't even heard of. I'm going to draft the damn third string offensive tackle for, 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 for Tulane. Whatever, well, he's going to find all the Gwinnett kids and just start drafting every There time. you go. With the 15th pick from Cole College. Right, right. Is, uh, ain't Bradley Davis coming out this one? Uh, not Bradley Davis, but um, Davis Mills coming out this one, Coach? Yeah, he is. They got him like the number six quarterback. You know, after all them fines and everybody keeps talking about, yeah. he's the next one. I've actually seen that uh, he's rumored that he could get be a first-round draft pick if somebody really wants a quarterback. But most people haven't gone this second. Man, I'll take that joke off before I take Mac Jones, sorry ass. I'm with you. I would, too. Hello? Shit. Cause Man, I, I, know you. I'm, I, will th- I will video record myself throwing up if the Niners take Mac Jones. I will stick my finger down my throat Get right on my carpet. They take back <laughs> Just, just, just so it's official, and everybody knows it. I've already told Jason. If they take Mac Jones, I'm done with the 49. I am officially like 30 years. I've been a 49 fan. I'm done. If they take Mac Jones, there'll be nothing you can do to get me back. Yeah, he said it. He said it. Yeah, I heard that in the chat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's recorded. Don't worry. When I put the reproduction up, it's going to be there. Hey, I'm and telling you right nervous. now, when we get live and everybody gets on here, I'm going to tell the world. I'm telling the world. <laughs> I don't know who my new team is going to be, but it ain't damn sure ain't going to be no 49ers with no Mac Jones. I'm not going to live through it. <laughs> Him and Jimmy G battling for a starting position. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's going to be nasty. That's gonna be just disgusting. I mean, you know, I, I, I fell off the, you know, coach tried to warn me before I got on the Jimmy G train, but I got on there. I hitched my wagon. I'm, I'm learning the error of my ways. I'm learning just to trust, just trust coach's opinion about this and just let it ride. Cause hey, hey. well, I'm gonna tell you what's funny, Jay. Me and you both talked about it, and you were and I said we can't win the Super Bowl with Jimmy G, and that joker had a chance to throw yeah. a damn post route. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, throw a post every quarterback in the league makes that throw. Yeah, man. Eighty percent of the quarterbacks in the league probably make that throw. Lamar Jackson could have made that throw. Facts. I can't. I can't even disagree with that. Ouch. Even though that was like a forty-yard throw, Drew Brees could have got there. Tom, what's Uh up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. Tom, I gotta come see you about my movie night for my birthday week. It looks like it's gonna have to be Monday night on my birthday week. I'm come all at you. We need to see something. I'm, I ain't gonna tell everybody what we're gonna see. It's gonna be good though. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I'm telling you right, it might be uptown Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, let's see here. Oh, I might, Jay, we might have to do a contest and okay. let people pick what movie we should see. The 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 uh, straight from the hip crew. What movie we should see? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let me remove, and I'm gonna try to get this uh, startup music popping. So I'm gonna send the thing to remind everybody we in here. just can't hear anything, Jay. We can see it. We're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, welcome to Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Boone Mitchell, coming to you from the Exalted Palace here on Black Mania. And it's, it's a great day on Black Mania. Ain't got nothing to do. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But it's always a great day on Black Mania. It's even a greater day. I'll tell you why in a few minutes. Uh, here with me are co host Big Herb, coming all the way from Washington, D.C. Or what's going on? What's going on, man? But I don't know if you noticed, I'm not in D.C. The other two guys took a vacation. I wanted to go to the beach. Oh, I, so I, I, had, I had to take, you know, I had to take a nice little trip. Nice oh, little ice cream. Yeah, I didn't know maybe you on the you on the bay in D.C. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about that. Down there, down there by the Washington Monument or something like that. You know, in that area over there. I don't belong down there no more. <laughs> I stay three miles away from there. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, and also we have Mr. Travis Butler. Travis, what's going on? Hey, guys. Doing well. Uh, I'm excited for uh, this upcoming Saturday. It's a big day for me. So I'm excited. For anyone that doesn't know, uh, it's my wife and I's gender reveal is on Saturday. So uh, next week I'll be announcing the gender of uh, Baby Butler. So pretty pretty big day coming up on Saturday. So we're okay. excited. Right. We are we already know what what y'all don't know too is Travis. I hate to do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell everybody. Travis is gonna name his son or daughter after me. So it's either gonna be Gerald or Geraldine Butler. So not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Not even have a G in the name. <laughs> and of course, folks, behind the scene we have Mr. Jason Allen 
he'll pick, he'll pop out from time to time as we get going here. Um, Want to hear Tom says uh, just this goddamn time? Uh, what y'all have that? Did I miss something? What I missed? Look at the chat. I didn't see. It. I'm looking. From who? There you go. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. All right, anyway, folks, let's get rolling. Um, folks, first thing we're going to talk about is a little bit of a serious note, and some of you guys are kind of talking about it already. But uh, we want to talk about, you know, what everybody's talking about right now, and uh, it's the uh, the George Floyd deal. So, uh, the of course, the verdict was announced. I'm sure everybody like me was around the TV, even though, like I said, and I was writing on Facebook and people commenting, how could there be any other any other verdict? But anyway, with that, I'm going to pass it on to you, Herb. Herb tell, me, tell me how you feel about it, about this verdict. I, I was, I, I'll be honest, at first I was kind of nervous just because of all the testimonies and all the things that was brought up. I felt like they was going to find a way to uh, get him off. But in the long run, there's no way he was going to get off on this one. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I'm with you. I, I think the same thing. Sam, what do you think? I, I agree. I, I might have been the only person that wasn't watching this live. I was at a meeting for like three hours while this was going on. So I didn't actually hear about it until I was done with work and I checked my phone and this, that, and the other. But um, it is, of course, the right decision. I, I didn't think there was any way this wasn't going to be you know, what the decision wanted was. It was just going to be a matter of, you know, what the, you know, first, second, third degree, right? You know, kind of what, what, what classification was it going to be? Because if they would have not done this, it would have just been, you know, riots across the country. So I'm not saying that that, that had an influence on it because it's still the right decision what they did. Um, but I, I, there was no doubt that, that this was what was going to happen for me. Yeah. Well, well, here, here, here's where I am. And as you guys know, I got connections everywhere. So I was told, and this is this is just because of my black mania connection, because of course there was a black mania on the jury, and the black mania told me that when they first walked into the room to to do the you know the the when they sequestered the jury to you know do the talking and all that other stuff before they sat down, the guy said. Hold on before anybody sits down. Cause we did we you know before anybody sits down, does anybody think this joke's innocent? Cause we just <laughs> going back out there and get hit a verdict now. I mean, I don't understand why it was taking so long. I don't know why it took so they said it took ten hours. <laughs> what did you talk about in ten hours? I mean, anybody who watched. That man with his hands in his pockets, with his knee on that man's throat. I, I just don't get it. I don't know why. And y'all saw what I said. I'm like, what in the Waka Flocka is taking so long? I mean, it was done on national TV. And I would never, ever, ever, every time I see it, it hurts my soul when I saw Greg Popovich, the head coach for, you know, NBA basketball team, San Antonio Spurs, Popovich said, 
the man was so okay with what he was doing, he left his hands in his pockets just as casual as he could be. And you could see the hurt on Popovich's face. I remember looking at Doc Rivers when he talked about it, just tears coming down his face when he talked about how hurt he was. And those are the images that I have like stuck in my mind when I think about this, when I think about the way they responded to it and how hurt they were. And it's not like they'd ever met this man or anything else. It's not like any of us ever knew this man. But like I said, to see them react that way, that spoke volumes to me about the pain and the hurt, you know, coming from the sports world. So I just, I'm serious. I was kind of embarrassed for some of the reactions because I felt like, why are y'all so happy? Acting like you won the lottery, acting like black people won, like we getting reparations or something like, what is, why is everybody so joyous? That was just common sense. I do not see how you could rule any way other than that. So that was my take on it. So Irv, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think it probably took them a while because I think they were sitting down in the office trying to figure out if we say not guilty on any of these charges, could you imagine what might happen? Oh, dude, I'm with you on that now. Like, I, I think that had to go into part of the decision as well. Like, you know, they sitting and getting all the information from the trial, but if any of those charges went not guilty, I, you can't imagine how much and how crazy it would have been in this world because this was this was the first spark that people outside of the country was was having huge issues with. And if well, any part of that would have said not guilty, could you? I mean, I I'm can't imagine. Yeah, Herb, I'm with you all the way. I agree. Here, here's my thing. Are some of these other guys going to be charged? Aren't some of the other officers, haven't they been charged or whatever? Because it'll be interesting to see what happens with their trial. You know, I mean, are we going to have the same expectations for them that we had for, for Chauvin? I mean, he was the big guy. But, you know, some of those other officers just sat around, didn't do anything. Which, which is just as bad. But I wonder if some of them are going to get off, you know, one way or another through some technicality. Travis, what you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got a feeling the, the other officers, to answer your first to that last question, um, I don't think they'll be getting off. They probably won't be uh, charged in the same degree, right? Um, they'll have a lesser sentence or degree or however that works, right? I, I don't really know much about law, um, but I don't think they'll be, you know, at the end of the day, the judge will be knocking the gavel and saying, you're good to go. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but they probably, you know, on, on, a, on a side funny note, they probably went 10 hours because they probably knew they could probably get free breakfast, lunch, and dinner in 10 hours. So, you know, the court was going to pay it for them, but uh, I'm kidding. But it was, it was the right result. Yeah, I think that somebody's saying something about if George Floyd had been white, um, the verdict <clears throat> might have been different or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, Mr. Peter said, I think it'll be the same verdict if George was white. It's a humanity situation. And, and I agree with Mr. Peter. Just like I said, guys, if, I mean, if you've never seen anybody murdered in, in real life, I mean, you just saw it. I mean, you saw it when this happened. I mean, it's like a, a real live murder going on right there for the whole world to see live on TV. 
I mean, it was it was ridiculous. And I mean, you know, especially in this day and age when everybody has a cell phone with a camera and all that. I mean, it, dude, I, I tell you what it does though, and and, that, and I'll say this, and then I'm gonna pass it to you guys. We're gonna move on. But what what does it speak about things that are going on out there that people don't have cameras watching? You know, I mean, how many other incidents like this have happened? And a guy said, hey, I had to use, you know, force to stop this guy or whatever the case may be. And they always take the police officer's word. I learned that a long time ago. I was in court. It was a sham. The guy just told an outright lie on me about how fast I was going. And the judge even said to him, said, Mr. Mitchell, uh, I apologize. You know, it's your word against the police officers. And I have to take his word. You know, he's the officer of the court blah, 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 blah. And, you know, to make a long story short, they basically paid me for, for, for what they made me do and all that stuff. And I didn't even know that. I didn't know they wrote you checks, but they did. They wrote me a check for like 300 and something dollars. He said, how long were you incarcerated? I said, I was down there for about three or four hours. And I had my boss had to come bail me out because my family was out of town at the time, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and I kid you not, they wrote me a check. For like three hundred something dollars, and uh, but he's but again, you know, I mean, there, there's nothing you can do. It's just you're helpless if if a police officer decides to tell a line. It's just between you and him. They're gonna say I with him. I mean, that's Always. just it. Yeah. So it, it's just it's very unfortunate, and you know, I will be interested in seeing how the rest of this plays out. To me, guys, this was common sense. Now I might be nervous for the rest of the people that that, you know, go on trial and we don't know how that's going to go. This can go but one way. I mean, I, I mean, there's no way that this, this could go any other way. So in any event, I'm with you, Mr. Butler. He says it was heartbreaking. And, and this whole, this whole thing is heartbreaking. Um, you know, it, it's very sad because, um, I tried to live my life, you know, just being colorblind and not walk around worried about me being black or Travis being white or whatever the case may be. But some, sometimes when stuff like this happens, you have to remind yourself that I am black, you know, that I am uh, uh, thought of in certain ways and, and this and that. And, you know, ladies clutching their purses when I walk by or, or being told that I'm too loud or I can't talk with my hands because if I talk with my hands like this, I'm very intimidating, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it's just... It gets old so fast, and I kid you not, I mean, some of you guys might think that that's not a truth. I bet a lot of guys are out there nodding their head because they've been told that. Because I was in a class when I was working at Southern Company, and it was a class on negotiating, and I was talking with my hands like I, like people who know me know I do. And they told me that I was too intimidated because I talked with my hands. I said, what's intimidating about talking with my hands? A girl said, well, it's because your arms are so big. I mean, you know, what the hell you want me to do? You want me to damn get my arms smaller? I mean, I mean, it's, it's just like I said, it's, it's almost like it's degrading. But anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, guys, I appreciate all the comments. We got a bunch of comments coming through. I want you to think we're not reading. But, uh, but like I said, we just got a lot going on. And I want to get to everything because Travis is going to have a fit. If I don't let him out of stage here in a minute, go ahead and look at the thing he wants to do about soccer. 
But anyway, <laughs> moving right along. And we're going to go ahead and get this now and let Travis go ahead and have his way. Travis, talk to me about this mess going on in soccer. Give everybody the floor there. Now listen, Travis. Nobody gives a damn about soccer on this show, but you, <laughs> including the people that's on here watching. I know good and damn well Richard Hood could give less than shit about soccer. Mr. Peavy, Miss Peavy. Miss Peavy ain't trying to be down with no soccer. I know Miss Ham is on. Hey, Miss Ham. Miss Ham don't care about no soccer. Don't nobody care about soccer but you. So Travis, don't talk to us for an hour. Right, look, before Travis starts, I'm going to give people a countdown, so get the hell out of here if you want to. And then after the countdown, I mean, Travis do his thing. I'll give it about three minutes, so I'm going to let y'all know. Yes, he really played a countdown <laughs> to get everybody started and ready. That's just wrong, Jay. All right, the floor is yours, Travis. The floor is yours. First of all, I just want to point out that in the uh, text message that in our group, Today. So I didn't even bring up soccer. It was not my decision to be on and the what I say. Today, so. What I said right after that. I said, I'm doing this for you, Travis. I said, you better have all the storylines because I don't know a damn thing about it. Not oh, okay, so Come what's on. going on uh, in European soccer right now? I'm sure some of you guys have probably heard it. It is a huge, massive worldwide story. So what's going on is there are uh, certain... Uh, basically mega clubs in soccer around Europe, uh, between England, Germany, Spain, Italy, um, that are trying to form a new league. They are forming these leagues to make 20, 20 different teams. Basically, they want to bring the top 15 teams in uh, the world that make the most money, that have the most money, that theoretically have the best players. They want those 15 teams to create their own super league and basically leave the rest of the other world soccer teams out in the dust and say, bye-bye, we'll start our own new league. And then every year they bring in five new teams as a relegation. Um, basically, it, had, it, it was actually looking like it was going to pass. Um, but as of about three hours ago, it, it looks like it's about done. Uh, every single team in the EPL, which is the English Premier League, which is basically the number one soccer league in the number one soccer league in the country in, in the world, they had six teams out of the out of the fifteen. They had six of them. They all said we're not going to do this because they had basically had riots in the streets. Uh, they were being threatened with being kicked out of the English Premier League, out of the Champions League, out of every single tournament that's going on. So it doesn't look like it's going to happen, but it was looking like, as of yesterday, uh, all these super clubs were going to make a basically super league that was basically going to, you were going to have the haves and the have-nots. And the ones that were the haves were going to be the ones that were going to make all the money uh, because uh, uh, there was a, a, a bank in the world that was going to finance this. It was one of the major banks in all of, uh, you know, in the world. I can't remember the exact bank um, off the top of my head, but they were going to pay every single one of these teams in the Super League um, 
over $100 million each to join this league and basically dump the other ones, which was going crumble everything else. But it's, Travis, like it's not going to happen. Go Travis, would this have affected Major League Soccer here in the United States? Uh, to be honest with you, probably not. Um, it probably would not have affected MLS. Just because okay, a lot of folks are asking, how would this have affected us in any way? That's what I was trying to get to. Right. It probably isn't going, it would not have. Again, I don't think it's going to happen because 16's uh, backed out of it today. Um, I don't think this would have affected uh, MLS. The only thing it might have affected would have been the teams that, that aren't like the 20, that aren't the super teams, they, might, they probably would have taken some of the better players from the lower division teams to be on their teams because they have more money. So theoretically, these lower division teams could have signed players from the MLS. Um, but in terms of like, was would an MLS team have ever joined anything like this? No, not at all. No. The only thing that would have affected the MLS would have been loss of you know a few players theoretically that could have then been you know signed by other teams <laughs> all right Trav, everybody say your time is up I this is not <laughs> but it looks like you it's know, not gonna happen so here's my thing here's my thing Travis. just do me a favor since you're the soccer guy just take this back to your soccer buddies why don't y'all do something to make the sport more more enticing for other people i mean the bottom line is is that you know in the nfl they wanted people to score more points, so they have you got you can't sneeze on the quarterback. You know, what I mean, they made the game where you can't touch the quarterback. Uh, all the all the penalties are such that you can't bump the wide receiver because you gotta let him get off in five yards. All that to increase scoring. I mean, ain't nobody trying to go watch no soccer game for four hours and the score be one to zero. I mean, do something that's gonna make more scoring. Can we get that? I mean, so, make the goal twice the size it is now. Do so, I mean, give me something. I mean, do something to show the public you trying to make that sport more palatable to watch. I'm not watching a game for four hours and the score be zero to zero and got to go into overtime and the score end up one to zero because off of the doggone penalty shit. <laughs> so I, I totally understand where you're coming from, right? The problem is, one, soccer games are two hours and not four hours, so it actually goes a lot quicker than But most. it feels like four hours. But the second thing is, is soccer worldwide is the number one sport in the entire world. So theoretically, soccer doesn't have to do anything. In America, it's not. In America, it's not. But worldwide, they're the number one sport. So what do they need to change? They're already the number one sport worldwide. We all, but everybody knows why that is. Because worldwide, all you need is put down two rocks and pretend like that's a goal yeah. and have a ball. And yeah. that's it. Exactly. And that's why and, and, and that way you can play in, in anywhere. You can play that anywhere. Absolutely. So everybody understands it. But don't nobody care about it. Anyway, let's move on. I'm trying to <laughs> you, I was trying to do you a favor and get you to help you folks out. But, but my, right. point, my point is, is soccer's never going to, in America, soccer's never going to get that high, just in, in terms of popularity. It's just not going to happen, just because there's so many other sports in the United States. <laughs> there are other sports like that in other countries of the world. There are countries in the world, the only thing they really have is soccer, so everyone plays. So I, 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 that, that's what it is. I hear you. All right, well, anyway, let's all bow our heads and... We'll all pray for soccer together. Let it survive this tumultuous time 
that it is apparently going through. Guys, I hate to take it back to the legal system, but I have to. Because I recently read something, and I told these guys about last week. I followed this story. I've been following this story for a while. At the University of Nebraska, there was a young man on the football team. I, I know I don't know if you guys heard about this or not. Actually, two men, young men on the football team who were kicked out of the university, um, expelled from the university. I think both of them are still in the transfer portal or whatever. Before the, uh, the uh, legal process even ran its course, they were kicked out and thrown off the team and things of that nature for sexual misconduct to a young lady. Well, they finally had the trial, and in the trial, they were acquitted. Or at least I know for sure one of them. I don't know if both of them were or not. I don't want to misspeak. But the one I know was acquitted of the sexual misconduct. What happens to this kid now? I mean, he's been kicked out of Nebraska. I mean, he's he's been scorned. He's got the scarlet letter on his forehead. All of these things that they've done to this kid. And now he's found innocent. I mean, I know I'm Irv, talk to him. Well, I mean, what do you feel like should happen to this kid? I mean, his future is dust. And it sucks because <laughs> all it takes is a word from somebody who felt like they had to either get back or try to get some money from them or something. And even if she's wrong, <laughs> like it's like nobody trusts you ever again. And and this is crazy because this situation when guys brought it up in the group text and it, it kind of hit home kind of sort of because uh one of my one of my cousin's ex-boyfriends had a situation that happened to him and everybody knows him i, I don't know if i want to bring his name up but everybody knows him and uh it's pretty pretty recent and uh he basically just got annexed from all football he was a top three future pick and a situation mm. came out at the school that he was with and um now he's just hanging on to trying to get into any league. And he, he was in the XFL before the uh, the league kind of canceled out. But, uh, wow. yeah, like it's what what can you do? Like his next his next option is not available because all these side leagues are no longer available anymore. So who knows what's going to happen to this kid? Guys, I don't know if y'all are watching the highlights Jason show. And Jason found a highlight tape on this kid. This kid's got talent. <clears throat> I mean – you're seeing what he's doing. I mean, he he's the guy. I mean, he obviously has some talent here, if that's what Jason is showing us. I mean, this guy's got talent. I mean, I I, I feel bad for him. I really do. I mean, he seemed like a, a pretty decent player. Travis, what you got? Yeah, um, you know, I, uh, this is the first time I've seen his highlight tape. And right when, right when it first started, it's a three-star tight end. So, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at by any stretch of the imagination. Looks like he's a, you know, good athlete, you know, good football player. I I got to think, actually, someone, there'll be a team that, that takes, a, not a chance on it, but says, we're going to give you a scholarship, um, especially since he's been – um, you know, found not guilty. I, I think someone will will you know give him a shot. I don't know if it's Division One. It may be Division Two, um, but there are players that come out of Division Two every once in a while. Um, I, but I think somebody will give this kid a shot or a small <clears throat> a small Division One school that you know is a you know a, not a not a Power Five, right? But I think somebody will and and obviously should 
you know, give this kid a shot. If, if, if Nebraska doesn't want anything to do with him or he doesn't want to go to Nebraska because he goes, you know, I want to put my troubles, you know, behind me from what happened there. I want to go somewhere else. I actually think that somebody will give this, you know, give this kid a, get a, a, a shot, especially if he found not guilty because, you know, yeah, you, you may get negative media attention from the beginning. The school might go, hey, what's going on? Why are you, you know, giving this kid a, a quote-unquote second chance? But all you got to say is, look, he, he you know, didn't, wasn't found guilty. So in the eyes of the law, you know, why shouldn't we give him a second chance? He, did, he technically didn't do anything wrong when he wasn't found guilty. So I, I agree. I, I agree with you, Travis. Jessica says uh, he wasn't acquitted because he didn't rape her. He was acquitted because his lawyer argued she didn't fight him off, therefore she wanted it. That's not quite what happened, Jessica, but the article there, Jessica put a link on there if you guys want to go to it and read it. And Because uh, I read it to the guys here right before the show started, some of the high points of... Uh, his attorney's closing arguments and the fact that she said that she didn't do anything. She just basically let them have her way with her. She never said no or anything else because she was scared and all she did was just pray. And so, uh, so in any event, it is what it is. At the end of the day, like Travis said, in the eyes of the the justice system, she was, uh, he was acquitted. Um, and I just think that it's an interesting thing. I, I, I'd like to see what his attorney has to say about that and as far as uh, if there's any damages that he can recoup from uh, from Nebraska or whoever for, for kicking him out the way that they did. I, I find this case to be interesting, and I, I will follow it because I want to know how it's going to work out. But um, it's interesting at best. You have to read the whole thing. Uh, it was him and his roommate. The roommate kind of is the one who started it all and kind of got him involved in it if you read the whole thing. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how all that pans out for sure. So, anyway, uh, Irv, you got anything else about that before we move on? No, nah, we're good. You can move on. I okay. Got I got a question, Coach. You may know with, with your you know dealings with high school football, right, and, and, you know, scholarships and things like that. So, uh, you know, like I said, Nebraska, I guess, you know, kicked him out of school and took a scholarship away. Even though he was found not guilty, he was, you know, charged, went through, you know, this trial and everything. Do you know if, you know, scholarship technically is basically a binding agreement between a school and a player? And there right. are different caveats, you know, you don't you know, do X, Y, Z. Do you right. know if in, in a basic regular scholarship, would one of those things be like, you can't be charged with anything or we can, you know, take your stuff? Do you know if there's anything like that in a basic? No, I mean, you, it, they, they definitely have, you know, conduct detrimental to the team. Okay. So, therefore, you know, you could look at this, and we don't know what Nebraska's conduct detrimental to a team is. Right. Everybody normally has something a little bit different. But let's say that all of this took place at 2 o'clock in the morning, okay? And they find that, well, our our policy is, is that there shouldn't be anybody in your room at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's one of our team rules. Anything outside that is conduct detrimental to the team. So the fact that you even had a girl in your room at 2 o'clock in the morning is enough for me to dismiss you. 
You understand what I'm saying? Right. So that might be why the school dismissed them because they said, listen, regardless of what happens in this case or whatever, you already did enough for us to release you from your scholarship. You know, it might be that they're not supposed to even have girls in their room, you know, whatever the case may be. So like I said, it could be anything like that. But again, without knowing any more than we know right now, like I said, I, I, they obviously feel like they had the right to do it, and they did it. But I think it is interesting that they did it, and now he was found innocent. At least he's innocent of those charges. Now, he might not be innocent of breaking the rules, because like I said, the rules might be that, you know, you can't do X, Y, Z in the dorm room or have X, Y, Z in there or whatever. And so he broke team rules. So... I understand what you're saying, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. Without knowing and having more information, it's very difficult to really figure out why they released him and what rule he broke. Right. Irv, you got anything on that? No, it's, you basically explained everything. Yeah, Irv is a basketball player, and they really don't give rules to basketball players in college. You know? <laughs> It's just, I could throw out two of them at the private school. Either, but. <laughs> it's just ball out. That's we, it. It's an earth. We, we, we had to change a couple rules my first year because the rules were too strict. That's how bad it was for us. <laughs> like all that crap. First of all, we had no females in the male dorms. I hate zero. We had just the least. So you know, <laughs> we had the at at Vanderbilt, it was a lot different. I mean, we were in the same dorm as females, but we were just on different floors. Like, we were in a 14-story high dormitory called Carmichael Towers. And the football players, you know, like the first two floors are basically the lobby and some kind of mezzanine kind of area, like one and two. And the first floor, so they put the football players down as low as possible. <laughs> they were like... <laughs> You know, they're idiots, and we can't have them up on the 14th floor. So <laughs> we were on, like, floors three, four, and five. And then, like, girls' basketball was on the sixth floor. You know, boys' basketball was up on the 14th floor. But basically every sport had a floor or, or a couple floors in the dormitory. So obviously football being the biggest sport, we took up three floors. And then after that, everybody went up and was on a certain floor. So that's how it was at Vanderbilt. So we actually had girls in our dormitory, but they were just on different floors from where we were. So in any event, you know, who came up with that idea? I don't know. I'm sure it was somebody smart because it was somebody from Vanderbilt or somebody who thought they were smart, but it is what it is. Okay, real quick, before we talk about NFL, I want to talk about one more sport, if you will. A sport that I've grown to really love and like here over the, the last few years is the UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship. I staggered upon an article today that I thought was really, really uh, enticing. And they were talking about the UFC's top 10, men and women. So top 10 pound for pound now. We're talking about pound for pound. Irv, if you had to guess... Who would you guess is the number one guy for USC? Pound for pound. The number one guy. 
Ooh. And, and the crazy thing is, I wish Jason didn't put it up because my, my first guess was going to be Demetrius Johnson. Mm. Okay. Um, well, it ain't Demetrius Johnson, as you can see. Yeah. Uh, I got one. Go ahead, Travis. I'm going to go with Amanda Nunes. That's, that's for the win. We're talking about the men right now, Travis. You said pound for pound. You didn't say pound I know. For pound for pound men. Yeah, you didn't say men. Okay. Oh. Because I was kind of thinking women as well. Yeah, um, I was thinking women. No, pound for pound men. That's what men. we're talking about first. Okay. I'm lost on that one. I would say uh, Khabib Menoff, but he retired. So. <laughs> I uh, okay. you lost that one. Jason, you want to show him who it is? Stop wow. it. <laughs> that was my reaction. I was like, what? What's the last time you they got John Jones, number one. I mean, I, I didn't think John Jones was still fighting. I, I mean, I heard the other day that he was thinking about making a comeback. They got him as the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter in the USC. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, and if you look down a little bit, scroll down just a little bit, Jay. Show him like number three and four. I mean, there's some other heavyweight guys in there. I, I totally disagree with Israel out of and all that. But like they got uh, in Ganu. They got in Ganu at number four. Uh, uh, Ngannou just now beat the crap out of a Steepy Miochik the other day. And they got they got him at number four and John Jones at number one. Okay, real quick. So Gary, <laughs> if you can scroll up real just for one more I want to see three. Israel out of sign. He's terrible. I don't like him at all. He just lost. He says I know. Right. Lost to Jan Blazowicki, who's numbers five or six on the list. So how is I he know. Jan Blazowicki? I know. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Usman, Usman's a bad man. I know. Yeah. yeah. If, if you had given me just a plain list without him ranked, I probably would have had Usman just and said, okay, one of these – Five or six guys is number one. I probably would have said Usman because I've actually heard of him. I don't like too much UFC, but I, I, I know Usman is a bad man. Yeah, that's crazy. Mr. Mr. Pete said we're talking soccer to him. Mr. <laughs> Pete don't know nothing about this. He don't know nothing about this guy. He don't know nothing about this game. Y'all don't know nothing about this game. That's sad. That is so sad. I need to see somebody. Oh, yeah, OJ not in. Oh, Miss Pete said she ain't interested. Y'all don't know nothing about the UFC. That's sad. All right, real quick, though, Miss B, you might like this. We about to talk about the women. Let's talk about the women today. <laughs> Let's put the women up there. Because, Miss B, we might have some, uh, some MMA training. Matter of fact, we might have a straight from the hip women's MMA hey, right. That would be good right there. Amanda Nunes is at the top. I said Everybody that. knows that uh, she's known as the lioness. And I'm going to tell you what I really thought was uh, – interesting about this is uh number three yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking number one. I, I was shocked that she was up that high you think so I'm yeah not. i'm not mm, i'm not at all i, Dude, I don't she, know i don't know she, who Lanko is so she came in oh, i'm telling you right now that that lady who's number two she deserved me right where she is 
That's a bad girl right there. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But when the last time she fought? No, she oh, fought not too long ago. I'm telling you, she's good. But I'm telling you right now, Chris Cyborg left the UFC to go over to Bellator. Yep. Yeah. Cause, Cause she don't she don't want another man to Nunez and them can't tell you that right now. Yeah, tell you that right now. Now I will say this. Mr. Hood's wife is uh she is a uh, kickboxer. So we might have to get Miss Hood's wife in, involved in some of this stuff. I know she goes kickboxing every morning. So anyway, anyway, guys, I've got that beat. Mr. Pete, we trying to like branch out a little bit. Y'all, we can't talk about football every day. I'm trying to I'm trying to live. I'm trying to give Travis and these other sports a little chance. You know it's the off season. You know good and damn well when once the draft hits. We'll be talking about football every day. I'm yeah. trying to give these other sports a little chance and everything. And y'all talking about viewership going down and all kind of stuff while I'm trying to doggone do my thing. See, Tom loves the UFC. Yeah. Tom here about this kind of stuff. So anyway, all right. going on with Julio? Yeah, man, ain't nobody <laughs> care about no doggone. I can promise you right now, anybody talking about Julio's ass. All right. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and finish out the show. Going to NFL mock draft number 917. <laughs> Dude, I am so tired of watching all these mock drafts. And what, what's so bad about it is they do the whole damn draft over and over and over again. They have like a, a, a probably about 10 guys who come out and do the drafting, and every one of them explains their pick. Like, that's totally contrary to what your ass said last week. I mean, exactly. it, it, it's, it's just crazy. 100%. I mean, like like we talked about. First of all, they said that the 49ers were definitely going to take Mac Jones. Then they come out this week and say that uh, Trey Lance, or whatever his name is, that now they want him. And they got a quarterback coach actually already working with him, getting him doing stuff that, that, they, that they're going to want him to do when he comes up there. I mean, which one is it? I mean, it's just like I'm telling you right now, y'all don't buy into this. This is all a bunch of fake news. That's just like Jerry Jones came out today saying that, or not Jerry Jones, or Stephen Jones, whoever the guy is, the GM, mm-hmm. saying today that Dallas is going to focus on defense. They're going to get a defensive player. No doubt they're going, all that is smoke and mirrors. You know, because somebody said if Trey Lance is available, they don't think he'll be available when it's time for him to pick. But if he is, that's the guy they really want. And that'll tip us, put a little bit of heat on Dak and uh, maybe put Dak out there for trade bait or whatever the case may be. So the bottom line is is that a lot of this ain't number of smoke and mirrors anyway. But, Herb, give me your take on all these mock drafts and who's going where and what and whatnot. I can't wait for the end of the month. That's my take. So we can hey, stop here. <laughs> That's basically my take. Uh, you know, this this ain't nothing but a guy that works in a team office sending it to these guys at the network just to confuse people so they can either move up, move down, or get the guy that they really want. But this is nothing to me. I, you know, last time I got excited for this was when uh, I think Cam Newton was slipping, and I was like, okay, he might come to DC. And the next thing you know, he he started showing everybody he could throw the ball with a flick of the wrist, ninety yards. And he was long gone. So after that, I was just like, you know what? This mock draft is nothing to me. I hear you. I need for Angela Scott to tell me what you mean by your comment. 
She said moose. What moose? What? Who you talking about? You talking about the moose? Uh, oh, that's you. Oh, that's yeah, that, you. That's the crazy lady that jumped in last week. Oh, you the moose? <laughs> okay. Okay. See, I thought she was talking about Daryl Johnson. They used to call him moose, and he is like the GM now for for San Francisco. So I'm not even talking about uh, not, uh, not him. I'm talking about John Lynch. That's what I thought they were talking about when she said moose, or whatever. All right, yeah. Travis, give me your take on. It. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I. I used to really like mock drafts, and when I was younger, I would watch every single mock draft thing and read them all. And I used to love them, um, but the last few years, I'm just like these people really don't know much. So. I will, I, I, especially this year, um, you know, of course, my team has a top five pick, so I do kind of pay attention a little bit. I don't watch the anything past pick five because I don't really care. Uh, but the fact that we are high up this year, um, I, I'm kind of scanning to see, you know, what's going on with my specific team, but that's all I really care about. Um, so the, the, the more and more I read, the more and more I'm hearing one specific name. But again, it may be, you know, they may just be growing out a name and we don't know for another 10 days. So it, it, it is fun. It's interesting just to have something to talk about, but you never read too much into it. Well, let me, let me tell you this. Here's the whole thing with these mock drafts. And, 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 Anybody who knows about football, and I, I hate to have to do this to y'all. You know, every, every now and then, I had to give him. I had to give him this. You had to give him what's coming on this egg right here. And this egg right here, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what's going on right now. This, this my class ain't number for entertainment. I, I hope nobody's like really betting Las Vegas money. I don't know if Vegas has a line. If you're gonna bet on anything in Las Vegas about a mock draft, bet on this. Cincinnati, Cleveland, <laughs> New York Giants, New York Jets, Atlanta Falcons. They're going to have the dumbest, stupidest <laughs> draft of all the other teams out there. That, that's what you can bet on if, if you want to bet on something at Vegas. Because I guarantee they're going to pick somebody where you're going to be like, we pick who? I mean, yeah. it's, gonna be, it's, it's every year. Fans of those teams have have this disgusting look on their face, like I mean, every time they they pick somebody, <laughs> it, 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 it's just that's the one thing you can count on. So when they're doing all these mock drafts, and like, oh, it makes sense for the Falcons to get a quarterback because you know Matt Ryan is kind of getting old and whatnot. So I can see if they chose, you know, uh, uh, what's the name from Ohio State? I mean. He's from right here in in uh, Cobb County. You know, he used to be the quarterback up there for the Hoyas in, in Cobb County. So, yeah, that don't make sense. Homeboy coming home, all that. Oh, what a great – and then they're going to pick like a a holder from, from somewhere. <laughs> not not a damn kicker, but the holder. That, 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 that's, that's who the Falcons will wind up picking. With their first pick, you know, <laughs> Cincinnati. Cincinnati's so used to damn drafting a quarterback every year. They'll probably draft another damn quarterback this year. I mean, Cincinnati's gotten damn a quarterback for the last eight drafts. The first round pick been a damn quarterback. I mean, it's always something like that. It's going to be somebody that nobody even knows, hardly is who they're going to pick. All this stuff about. The first five picks of the drafts are all going to be quarterback. 
Anybody who believe that go stand on your head. I mean, that's because that, <laughs> there ain't no way that's gonna happen. Ever. And that's what all these mock drafts are saying. It's like, who is the sixth best quarterback? Because the first five quarterbacks are gonna go in the first five picks. Nobody believes that. Who believes that? Because somebody, I guarantee you, gonna take a shot at that big offensive lineman out there in Oregon. And it's gonna be a bad shot in my opinion. But I think they're gonna wind up taking him. Well, since needs what a boomer back, yeah, Richard. I, yeah, they they probably they probably wish they could have boomer back. I get that. Well, Burroughs is bad. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Burroughs is oh. Burroughs a good player. Sure he is, Travis. Yeah, sure he is. <laughs> just like just like the last eight quarterbacks they picked, they were all good players too. I mean. Guys, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm like, Irv, I don't want to see another mock draft. I don't even want to see another mock draft talked about. I'm just ready for the draft to go ahead and happen, let the chip fall where they may, and then we'll see what happens from there. That, got three that, more that, left. Wait, Sarah. We got three more left. Three more what left? Three more mock drafts. You got to get three more ready. Well, at least. <laughs> at least. What is today? Today is the 21st. No, today's the 20th. 20th. The draft is going to be on the 25th, I think. So, yeah, we probably got at least three more mock drafts that they'll go through. And that, and that's ridiculous. I, I think it's crazy how that all keeps on happening. So, anyway, um, Jay, come on on here. Let's get Jason on here and let's wrap this thing up. For anyone that saw the uh, the Bengals got new jerseys. Oh, yeah, that was – oh, I'm sorry. Jason going to talk about this boy here. This is the uh, number one ranked player, high school player in America. And uh, he's like nine feet tall and weighs 110 pounds. And uh, – <laughs> Soaking wet. You forgot soaking wet. Soaking wet. <laughs> and uh, guess where he chose to go play his college basketball at? And it's a wise decision, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yep, I like it. He decided he's going to Gonzaga to play basketball at Gonzaga, which is a great decision because they don't play anybody. And, and he'll, he'll dominate out there. He'll dominate out there. I mean, I know. Oh, he look, oh look at him. That's me right there. Look at them handles. Ooh, boy, look at that speed. Hey, hey Jason, do me a favor. Hey, speed up the video real quick. You got on slow motion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Jason, and Jason, look at all these short black kids. Where all these short black basketball players come from? <laughs> you better leave that kid alone. Let that kid, flourish, man. Let that kid earn it. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I mean, where these kids play basketball at? I mean, <laughs> he's, he's seven foot, seven foot one ninety. And uh, coming out of uh, the Minneapolis area is where he uh, played. That's not right. That's not right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, my goodness. He should have played a couple games in Detroit. That's what I'm talking about. Somewhere. That's okay. I've I, I seen a couple games from him last year when he played the number one team in the nation, and they shut him down. So, yeah, uh, yeah they, 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 they only held him to, like, 14, only because he took, like, 30 shots. Dude, all you gotta do is put a body on. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he can't. He ain't better take no elbows and stuff inside. Yeah, this is. 
This is crazy. Dude, that boy better learn how to play point guard. Look how skinny he is. Can you imagine him going up against Zion? I mean, guy, Zion is like one year out of high school. Look how big that boy is. Listen, I mean, listen. he played at Duke for one year. <laughs> so think about him going up against Zion. Man, come on. That's this terrible. Is That's terrible. Oh my word! I can only imagine him like going up against like a legitimate like you know senior back college basketball center who's going to be seven foot one, but instead of one hundred and ninety pounds, he's going to be two hundred and sixty five pounds and muscle and in the gym. Like this kid's going to get eaten alive down there. Now I know he doesn't play center, I guess. Not in Gonzaga. He's like a four or a three, but still. Not in Gonzaga. He's going to be fine at Gonzaga. I bet you. It'd be, it'd be the talk of the sports world. Watch, see what I'm telling you. Every time he can be the next Bill Walton, and all this, watch and see. Watch and see. Look, I, I will admit, I am praying for him to do well for only one reason only. We need some dominant, like, American-born white dude in the game that can ball. Like, Irv, as, as you guys, you know, as I know, we need at least one in the NBA, one or two. We ain't got no more no more. Like, it ain't, it, get, hopefully this dude is, is all right, man. Like, just... Just something, man. We need one white-born NBA guy, man. Just one. Jason, Blake Griffin Jason for the record, for the record, Jason, for the record, Jason, I agree with you totally. Ain't going to be him. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't well, the one, Jay. Jay, he ain't the one. According to my man, uh, my man Nip on the Gladiator Cypher podcast, he said you are the womb you rode in on. So I guess maybe Steph Curry is one. I guess we'll go up with Blake. There you go. Come on. Come on just, with it, Jay. I guess the white people just claim them. Just claim them and take them. Nah, I hear you. Claim Steph. At least his mom is mixed. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. Very good point. I hear you. Dude, listen, before we go, I wanted to get Jason on here because uh, I want Jason maybe to say his uh, takes, too, on what we saw. The guys, you know, and, and I, I, I have a habit of doing this. Anytime something like that happens, I always call Jason. Because, number one, I respect Jason. And I respect his opinion. And he always gives me a sign. Because, you know, I just, I have a knack of going to that that barbarian inside me. <laughs> you know, I, I have that talk to the silverback mentality when things like this happen with social justice and everything else. And so I need Jason to kind of kind of give me the other side. Give me that, you know, intuitive side and kind of the thing that nobody else sees side. So, Jay, how do you feel about what happened today? Uh, <laughs> it's funny enough, you say you need it for me. Actually, Irvin posted something on Facebook that, because, you know, sometimes when I get in my bag, I try to, like, just step back. But everybody's like, oh, well, great today. Justice was served. Justice wasn't served, guys. Like, we, we, we don't understand justice. So we think because a guy's going to jail, that's justice. If any of you all lost a loved one, sending the guy to jail is not bringing your loved one back. Justice would have been if this never happened to begin with. Amen. Justice is if we had police reform. Justice is if we made steps to make sure these kind of things can never happen in our society. And it's so shamed upon anybody doing this in our society that nobody would even think this was humane. That is justice. What we got today was just literally condolences for you killing a man. That's kind of what we got today. We got... Hey, you know what? We killed, you killed the man. You're going to go to jail. We still don't even know what his sentence is. 
this joker could mess around and get out on good behavior in seven years or five years. Is that still considered justice? So when everybody keeps telling me about, oh, Justin, I see a lot of people that are waving that, oh, the system.